Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the Open Bar Experience. David Dacker, your host. Last Wednesday, uh, March the 18th, the uh, governor of Texas uh, put out a waiver for restaurant and bars. Uh, he, they put out multiple um, executive orders from the from the governor's office, and one of them was a a waiver to the restaurant and bar industry or for the restaurant and bar industry. And what that waiver uh, said, let me see if I can, I can pull it up here real quick. Um, basically was saying that uh, there was, um, uh, come on, here we go. And, and this was retweeted. All right. But let me tell you. So, the first, it says, uh, you know, for uh, immediate release and effective immediately. Uh, Governor Abbott, um, Greg Abbott today issued a waiver that will allow restaurants to del- deliver alcohol, alcoholic beverages with food purchases to patrons, including beer, wine, and mixed drinks. Mixed drinks. That's the thing that I'm having an issue with. Um, because the TABC then goes on and clarifies this and the way they clarify it essentially has nothing to do with mixed drinks. They still say that you can't not send out mixed drinks, that it has to come from the suppliers, uh, sealed from the suppliers, and that it has to be 375 mils or less. All right, there's two things with that. One, in the governor's waiver, it's mixed drinks. And if it's a mixed beverage license, then we're not talking about lemonade. We're obviously talking about cocktails, all right? And so then what the TABC does, it goes on and it basically says, oh, this is a waiver for bars that have a kitchen but don't have a food and beverage uh, certificate. And so the difference being between a restaurant with a, with a liquor license, essentially, and a bar that has a kitchen. And so now it's saying, well, a bar that has a kitchen can deliver as long as it goes with food, the same as a restaurant that has a liquor license. Well, this is so fucking useless. Aside from beer and wine, okay, um, you can also deliver from Specs or Goody Goody or your liquor store, right? So why would you pay a higher price? Why would you pay five bucks for a beer when you can go get, you know, uh, a, a craft um, six pack for 10 bucks? All right. And so what now restaurants are in the business of, of selling liquor as six packs. It, it doesn't make any sense. The mixed beverage part of it is really what's aggravating because that's what the governor's intent seems to have been to give this leeway uh, to bars and restaurants to provide the as much of the experience that customers get when they go in, which in part is, you know, for some of us is pairing food with cocktails. So the other part is a 3775 mils or less, 12 and a half ounces. What bar buys liquor in 12 and a half ounce bottles? In other words, in the half bottles in the in, uh, in, in the normal bottle is 750. And if you can get it in a liter, um, then a lot of bars will do that, right? It's a, it's a better uh, cost ratio. Why would you ever get a 375? So now what you're asking 
places that don't have that is to go out and purchase it for resale and it's got a higher cost. So at a time of financial you know, crisis, at a, at a time of where this is this burden right exists of not being able to allow people to dine in, now you're creating more burden by having them bring in new product that has a smaller uh, margin that they can get, that the consumer can get at a better price from a liquor store. I mean, this doesn't make any sense. This is this is foolish. It it to me, the intent of the governor was to open up opportunities for businesses that are struggling to have a chance. And although it does that in the sense of for bars that have a kitchen but don't you know not restaurants okay but it, it still is leaving out a lot of opportunity for for restaurants and so it doesn't make any sense the way the the, the waiver and, and the, the the executive order order is written it is is not um, the uh, TBC clarifications are not in line with that um, and, and not, they're not in the spirit of the executive order. I think that uh, that is something that we need to, to bring to uh, the attention of the governor. And, and from that point of view, it's like you're asking us now to do further investment at a time whenever, you know, things are, are tough. There aren't that many sales. And so in ha- being able to do cocktails, again, it's, it's, it's sort of like being able to take the, the, as much as you can, the experience of your restaurant, of your location to someone's home. And, and in some cases, the cocktails are most definitely part of that. So then today, um, um, Tuesday, the uh, 24th, Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick here in Texas uh, goes on to onto the news, goes on TV and says, I, I'd rather die than let the economy um, slow down or collapse. And although I don't think any of us wants the economy to collapse, I mean, do you really want to die for it? F- furthermore, do you think that he's going to die for it? I mean, I'm pretty sure he's got a team of doctors making sure that uh, since he's a decision maker, that he's uh, tip top. Um, But what I'm getting at is during a time when, you know, for restaurants, the sales have gone restaurants and bars, right? The hospitality industry, our sales have gone down under 50 percent. Right. Some of you might be doing 10, 15, 20 percent of your normal revenue sales. And so it it. You, you can get desperate. Despair is a motherfucker. And when you have a government official going on TV saying how dire the situation is and that it's better to die than to let the economy fall, that's a very dangerous thing to do because I know that some of you out there are in that situation where you're very anxious and you're kind of freaking out a little bit. Maybe a lot at this point. And... You know, not that I'm not, but I know this. I know that if I'm healthy, I can recover from anything financially. Okay? 
if I'm healthy, then I'm, I'm able to do whatever needs to do, be done in order for me to get back on my feet, um, me to be able to help other people to get back on their feet. But if I'm not healthy, then all of that goes to shit because not only am I not able to help myself, I can't help anybody else. So what the lieutenant governor said today is very dangerous because we still don't know the magnitude of this. Furthermore, I listen to the scientist and, um, you know, and, and, you know, according to what's happening globally, uh, the well, world health organization, uh, the information they're putting out, this is a, a real threat. Um, and further, there is uh, Dr. Fauci, if you've been checking out the, um, the press conferences, then you'll know his name because he's the guy that's basically saying, hey, don't be stupid and don't be going and congregating um, in, uh, in large groups because that's, the, that's where the, uh, the, the likelihood of exposure exists, right? It's in large groups. So <clears throat> I know that it, this is, these are difficult times, um, but I, I'm just, I'm just saying to you, like, use your head, you know, it, I know you're trying to take care of your family, but if you're not healthy, then you might get them sick. You get what I'm saying? Like, this is a domino effect type of thing. And unfortunately, what uh, is happening, uh, you know, right now is that there's these two camps where you have Dr. Fauci saying something that is uh, either, you know, backed by science or he's actually throwing doubt into something or not saying it with certainty because there is no scientific uh, proof to it. And then you have, you know, the other guy that, jumps up there in front of everybody and um, says the opposite or says something that is cloudy in comparison to what the scientists are saying. Again, what I'm saying is these are trying times. And I know that one, being without a job or two, making a fraction of what you normally make is scary. But these are the times whenever you have to realize that this is the, the this is the purpose of government. Okay? It's not a, a thing about big government, small government, and none of that shit. Everyone pays taxes. This is what government is about. This is a, a, a pandemic. This is a, a health crisis. Um, this is not of anyone's fault uh, in, in the sense of you didn't do anything for this shit to happen. So, uh, you know, a, a real stimulus package is definitely something that uh, needs to happen. But in addition to that, you have to make sure that you also are letting your friends and family know that that's what they need to do in order to make sure they don't get you and your family sick. Um and getting past all of that, then we're going into the thing, what's going to happen afterwards? Well, or even in the meantime, in the meantime, if you, you know, some of the solutions that, that uh, other countries have done is, you know, splitting hours, which is, you know, you're working half the shifts or you're working half the hours and somebody else is working the other half. And you do that in order to keep people employed and, um, and, and also to get some money coming in versus nothing. 
and the the importance of keeping people employed for all you employers and um, you know business owners and um, and managers out there is that psychologically, if you lay someone off right now um, or if you just shut everything down, there is more stress than if it's a matter of we just have to wait out this thing without income or with very little income. And then once it passes, then we get back to work. So it's not a matter of where I get back to work. It's a matter that I, I get back to work because I still have a job. And that is something that is extremely important. You have to stay in touch with your staff. Um, you have to stay in touch with your team. You have uh, a responsibility right now that instead of you know making sure that your inventory is right and your liquor order is right, now is your time to stay informed. And if whichever side you're on uh, of this, uh, you need to make sure that you're listening to both sides. This is the your your responsibility right now, because you can't have a lopsided uh, worldview during a uh, situation that can affect anyone. I mean, this is not a thing that um, will affect some people and not others. Whether you know, regardless of of what your mindset is and and what your beliefs are. This is something that will affect everyone. And so you need to listen to the entire thing. I personally think you should be listening to the scientists and stay in touch with your team. Make sure that they, they know that you're there for them, just as if they were showing up to work. You know, you can't just curl up into a ball and, and try to disappear because you don't know how to handle this. You need to get your shit together. You need to get informed. Um, just this is your job now. And um, stay in touch with your team. Stay in, in touch with your employees. And let them know that um, this is what's happening. Be transparent. I mean, that's the best thing you can do because this is going to be take a toll on a lot of people. And uh, a, uh, a good, strong community uh, will do that. And the, 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 the most immediate community we have are family, friends, and, and co-workers. So just get your shit together, right? Take a breather. Um, you also need to, to keep pressure on your local, state, and, and federal government to, to take action um, on doing the right thing. Uh, part of that is making sure people don't get evicted, making sure that uh, tax obligations for uh, businesses are deferred, uh, making sure that a a fair and, and um, sensible uh, uh, relief package is uh, put together. If you're if you're politically active, then these are the things you should be focused on. If you're not, then you need to take a little bit of time and uh, make that part of your day. You got plenty of time right now. So um, just, you know, do the right thing. Now, um, the other thing is uh, that, I, that I was looking at is, you know, and you, when you think about it, it makes sense. Um, contact your landlord and talk to them. See where they're at with, with this, you know. Uh, that way you don't have any surprises coming up next week, which is already pretty much the end of the month. Uh, rent is due in uh, in another week or so. It's the, uh, like I said, the, the 24th 
of March, um, you know, the end of the month is, is right around the corner. So talk to your landlord, call your credit card company, um, talk to your school, uh, talk to, uh, if you have uh, student federal loans, Nelnet, you know, call them up, um, see what, what, what the options are. That way you're not being blindsided. Right now you have time. And it's one of the things that you don't get a whole lot of. Usually, you know, you don't have time for this and you don't have time for that. Well, right now uh, you're being challenged because you have all the time to do all the things you wanted to do. Are you going to do them? But priorities are you need to make sure that you know your position. And your position right now depends on your landlord, on your credit card company, on um, those uh, that hold your debt. So get to it. One other thing is if you know any healthcare professionals, um, you know, if you live in an apartment complex or you have a neighbor that you know is a healthcare professional, uh, do something nice for them. I know this is weird, but when I was thinking about it, I was like, you know, if I was working 12, 15 hours a day, um, and by, and this came up from watching in Instagram, there's a stay at home, uh, hashtag thing. And they were showing uh, doctors and nurses from uh, Italy, and they were wearing their face masks mask for so long for such 15, 16, 17 hour uh, shifts that they were your their face was getting marked and 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 bruised in places where the mask was. And you know that's some shit. That's like whenever we do doubles, pulling double after double, where whether it's for a holiday for St. Patty's Day or Valentine's or the rodeo or Christmas or whatever it is, those large events that we do and we pull these insane hours where you either eat over a trash can or you eat while you move. <laughs> um, you know, th- this is what they're doing right now. And so if you know someone that works in the healthcare uh, community, do something nice for them. It doesn't take a whole lot. I mean, if they uh, like a nice drink after work, or if you know them from from work, you know, make them an old fashioned, put them in a to go box, uh, to go cup, and take it to them. I mean, from one person to the other, doesn't take a whole lot. So, you know, these are just things that are going through my head because there's so much time right now, and. We always complain about not having enough time. So if there's a skill that you wanted to learn, now is the time. If you, uh, you know, enjoy doing something, um, you know, if you always wanted to know more about bartending, craft cocktails, beverage community, any of those things, now is the time. Take advantage of it because uh, we, we're going to have to come on strong after this because it's going to be a slow rise. It's going to take a while. So many people are being affected right now that this is not a thing that, you know, like prohibition. I mean, which we're kind of <laughs> in a prohibition sort of stage right now. But um, when we got out of prohibition, like people just rushed to the bars. People just ran to it. And while, that was because they couldn't do it before. Not that they weren't drinking before, but they couldn't just go out to a bar and, and hang out. This is not that. This is a lot of people taking a financial hit, um, protecting their health, and um, and some sort of, you know, these prohibitions imposed on us because it's, it's 
you know, for the uh, health of the public. There's still a lot of people that don't want to comply with that. And again, I listen to the scientists. I listen to the doctors and uh, the, a lot of them. That's what they're saying. There's a few is saying that it's kind of blown out of proportion. Um, but do you want to risk it is the thing, because the way this thing works is there could be some permanent damage. And then the way this thing works, like I've said in a different podcast, previous podcast, is that, you know, we might have the healthcare for it, but if the system is overwhelmed, then you're going to have to wait. And whenever you're waiting with a uh, disease like this, then, um, you know, it could be a really bad thing for you. Right, so I'm going to share a few of the things that I've been doing lately. And uh, some of the things I've been doing is watching TV or, you know, Netflix and Amazon and Prime and stuff like that, if you have it. Another one has been uh, been reading some books, looking through them. Um, and then uh, I've been, um, yeah, you know enjoying some music too. So what are the books I'm reading? Well, the one book that I've been looking at again is uh, The Joy of Mixology. And this is uh, by uh, Gary Reagan, which recently passed away a few months ago. And um, it's a great book. And the reason why is because he, he okay, so a few things that I really like about that book. Number one, number one is that when you look through the recipes of that, because it was written like in 2001, I think, is um, the Cosmo and the Lemon Drop. It's, it's got like all these old school, really easy, typical, um, any bar type of cocktails. And the thing I love about it is that he gives a little bit of history of it, right? And uh, and he gives you a recipe. And at the time that I got this book, there weren't that many bartending cocktail books around. There were probably like five of them. Um, and unlike now, there's probably like 50 of them. But that one um, made it very simple, straightforward. And if people wanted something that was homemade craft house cocktail from, and when I say homemade, I mean I made, uh, I infused something, or I made a specific syrup, or you know I had yuzu instead of regular lime juice, shit like that. If, if they didn't want that, they they wanted again, for instance, the Cosmo, which um, um, was still very popular. Um, I had a recipe because uh, I was learning on the fly. I was learning by myself, you know. But anyways, so this particular book does that, right? It's got those basic cocktails. It also has, uh, what he does is he breaks down cocktails um, into these categories that are very general, right? And so the what it taught me and what it helped me do was in my own training program, what I do is I'll teach someone how to make a lemon drop and then say, okay, add cranberry juice to it. Now you have the Cosmo. The reason I'm using that is because I think there's a lot of bars that are um, not necessarily truly into craft cocktails, but would like to produce a good cocktail. Those are pretty basic ones that people still ask for. And, um, and so if you have a good recipe for it, it, uh, it benefits you a lot. But it's also the way that things were taught at one point 
before we got into this thing. It's like, oh no, this cocktail is made with uh, Roma Agricole, and this cocktail is made with this, um, you know, port finish uh, whiskey, and this cocktail is made with Aquavit, and this uh, cocktail's got Becherovka. And before we got into all the crazy shit to where the specs on every cocktail had to be completely different from the other, the other, the way that you learned a lot of the bartending was, you know, if you learn this cocktail, then you add this thing, um, you have this other cocktail, you know, like the Greyhound, um, gin, grapefruit juice, you put some, uh, salt in it and you have a salty dog. Then that thing evolved into either gin or vodka and, uh, the same thing, you know? Um, so definitely the joy of mixology is, uh, one of my top books, uh, things that I'm watching on Netflix or Amazon prime is, uh, McMillions really, really fun, uh, to watch. Actually, uh, it's a documentary, uh, on how these, uh, this group of people were, um, uh, Basically, we're making it to where they were able to win these prizes, these $25,000, $50,000 million prizes from McDonald's. Um, and they they talked, you know, it's interviews with the FBI and some of the people that were involved in it. And it's a lot more fun than you think it is. So, yeah, uh, that's actually a good one. And then um, pretty much that's it. I've been working out. A little bit more than usual and so I challenge you to do that you know do 10 push-ups or 10 sit-ups a day or both and uh, you'll have your beach body before you know it point is take advantage of the uh, time that you have right now that we are normally deprived of and do something productive with it in addition to that we don't know what's going to happen with the industry after this thing so it might be a good time to pick up new skills um, and look into that other thing that you always wanted to do. You've developed a great set of skills and personality by being part of the service industry. So go ahead and leverage that into something else because you can. Also, one of my favorite things to do is to learn about uh, about wine. I spent some time with wine so many years ago, and uh, you know, I got to get back to uh, tasting wine. So, it's more than likely, the, this week that's one of the things I'm going to do is uh, um, pick up some wine. Obviously, there's uh, not any income, so I have to be very very cautious. And one of my favorite regions to uh, to go to is uh, or favorite wines for the favorite region to buy wines from it's uh is the rhone valley um gigondas are one of my favorites but they're pricey so usually i just go with um just southern rhone uh grenache tends to be a bit more um you know a bit more affordable uh here in the states so um that's the other thing so if, if you ever thought of doing like a certification of any kind for for work now is the time, you know, if you haven't done the bar smarts, do that. If you haven't, uh, turned your first level, uh, sommelier, do that. Um, if you haven't done, um, 
God, it just there's so many little things that you can do relating to the industry right now, um, and then even just outside of the industry that you should do. Um, so take advantage of your time. Remember, this is a fact, not an opinion. The world needs more good people. So take care of yourself, take care of each other, and keep the conversation going. <laughs>